0: Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Billy Porter brings his Black Mona Lisa volume one tour to DC's Warner Theater on June 2nd. He joined me to discuss his groundbreaking career from Broadway's Kinky Boots to TV's Pose, where he became the first openly gay black man to win the Emmy for Lead Actor. Good morning. Hey, Billy Porter. Hey, thank you so much for joining us on WTOP in DC. Thank you very much for having me. Uh, we're talking because i mean this is a real honor to talk with you but you're coming to dc's warner theater on june 2nd just announced the black mona lisa volume one tour (laughs) obviously that's the name of the album why why we go with that for the title of the album and the tour that i know the the, sort of the poster is like a disco ball and you you know done up under the ball but what's the mona lisa vibe going for is it you know are we smiling not smiling is that what you're going for what's in the title
1: Well, you haven't really seen the Black Mona Lisa artwork yet. (laughs) Okay. The Black Mona Mona Lisa artwork comes with the actual single and the album. So you've seen the volume one of it, Ah. which is the teaser of where we're headed. Um, You know, I was working with Justin Tranter, amazing pop songwriter, and his team. And, you know, we were talking about stuff and talking about my life and trying to figure out what we wanted to write about. And that title just came out of the sky. It just dropped out of the sky. And what I love about it is that it speaks to the classic nature of who I am and where I come from and what my work is rooted and based in. And as a 53-year-old, it also speaks to the fact that I'm the future as well. You know, Mona Lisa has been around a long time and she's still relevant. You know, so what I want even more than relevant, beyond relevant, you know, she's the past, the present and the future. So that's where that title came from.
0: And you are the past, present and future. I love it, I love it. Thanks for explaining that one. And you said it sort of captures where you you come from and everything, and uh, you can hear that in the new single that's off there, Baby Was A Dancer. Hey, it's catchy by the way, just, you know. Thank you. Before we hopped on here. A bop, as the children (laughs) say. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a total bop as, as the youngins say, uh, but it sort of, it does speak, you know, it kicks right. It goes right into speaking where you came from. She was born in September of 69 and the summer of lovers ended that night. Um, yeah. talk, go, go, go into, into how that had that speaks to you. Obviously that was you know, you, the year you were born. And, uh, since yeah. day one, have you been in overdrive?
1: <laughs> yes, of course. The, I listen, you can't be where I am unless you're in overdrive. Um, <laughs> You know, I, you know, the song speaks to my history and it addresses the haters, right? I have been told, I was told that my queerness would be my liability, and it was for decades until it wasn't. And now my queerness is my superpower. So the song speaks to overcoming those haters, the ones that don't believe in you and figuring out how to believe in yourself and dance anyway. Um, It's a celebration of life, hope, love, joy, like all the things that my album is and all the things that this concert tour is, uh, is expected to be. My hope is that everybody will feel all of those things when they come down to fellowship with me.
0: Oh, come have some fellowship! It, it with a bop. It's a bop too. It's, a bop. <laughs> it's deep. It's deep. It's got the surface bop, but the deep layers. That's what we love. Yes, of um, course. All right. So obviously you grew up in Pittsburgh, and uh, uh, so many accolades over the years. But I wonder, Is it true that you you won uh, on Star Search in the early nineties against Britney Spears and a bunch of other yes, people?
1: I did. <laughs> I wasn't against Britney Spears. Britney Spears was twelve years old. I was an adult.
0: <laughs> but I the was same in the adult year. Category.
1: Uh, we were in the same year. I was in the adult category. She was in the child's category, and I did win for best male vocalist of 1992.
0: Gotcha. But I always thought that was—I <laughs> thought that was a cool, cool factoid there.
1: <laughs> that's, that's a factoid. Daddy's been around a long time. Baby's been around a long time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Keep it going. Uh, I want to talk go into some of your Broadway stuff. I know we've been talking about your music a lot, but um, you know, obviously a legend of Broadway. I guess you were Teen Angel yeah. in in Greece with the the revival. I was in the
1: original class of Miss Saigon first. Okay. Then five guys named Mo. Then Greece in 1994.
0: Gotcha. How cool was it doing Teen Angel?
1: <laughs> uh, it was fun. It was great, and I was in the show with um Rosie O'Donnell and a and a then unknown. Megan Malali pre uh, Will and Grace, <laughs> and we had a ball.
0: Oh, I'm I'm sure it was I'm sure it was a blast. Um, and if, but of course the the one that we all know you from is originating the role of Lola in Kinky Boots that that came out in 2013. Cindy uh, Lauper, Harvey Firestein, the whole thing. Ten
1: years ago today. That, is it really today? Today, but like ten years ago this year, like almost, yeah. almost close. It's going to be. I think we opened April fifth. Wow, so yeah, yeah, wow,
0: we're really coming up Very on close. the actual 10th anniversary. That's crazy. Absolutely. Obviously, one you, the Tony, uh, one Grammy for Best and the Grammy album. Um, yeah. Whenever I think of that show, I mean, I saw it on Broadway, and I remember it just dancing in high heels on those conveyor belts. Like, was that – that? how, how – I mean, you must have been exhausted after
1: <laughs> Very carefully. And, you know, I have to say I've been doing – eight shows a week for 30 years, you know, there's a stamina, there's a discipline that comes along with that craft. Um, And yeah, it's exhausting, but it's also uh, invigorating and inspiring at the same time. And it's like being a, it's like being an Olympic athlete, you know, you learn how to take care of yourself and it's a love. I love it. So,
0: well, yeah, in addition to the difficulty and, and you know, endurance and everything, and the skill to do it, but and it, Lola as a character, though, must hold a special place in your heart still to this day, right?
1: Yeah, it's very redemptive for me. You know, like I said, um, you know, my, I was told my queerness would be my liability. And, you know, Lola would never have happened if I hadn't chose myself and my queerness. If I, if I had forsaken my own self, Lola would never have happened and I wouldn't be sitting here right now. So I'm glad I chose myself.
0: Well, and you might have inspired other people to choose themselves, too. So that's got it. Well, the
1: hope is that I have set some other people free in the process. Yes,
0: absolutely. Set them free. I'm Bradley Trainer,
1: And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item.
0: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Um, and then, of course, we, my listeners would kill if we don't at least touch on really quick, pray tell in FX show Pose. <laughs> um, obviously, yes. you know, uh, the, the the big accolade history, glass ceiling shattered, will always be, you know, first openly gay black man to be nominated or win a lead actor Emmy. But uh, do you take great, great pride in, in busting that one down?
1: I do. I mean, I didn't know that it was a thing. Right. Before it happened. So, um You know, yes. And I look forward to the day where, um, you know, these glass ceilings don't need to be busted, because there's equality inside of everything. That's my hope. That's where where I hope we're headed. And I'm grateful to have been the first, but I'm definitely not going to be the last.
0: I'm with you. Wouldn't it be nice? You know, when when we when we can be like, yay, Michelle, yo, wins the Oscar for Everything Everywhere. And you know what I mean? And and it's just yeah. many Asian actresses have won. Or for you, many, you Correct. know what I mean? Like yeah, but we're not there yet. So we gotta celebrate those those first. And I absolutely. Appreciate um, but absolutely but how about as a role, you know, not just as a history role, history making role, but the actual character of pray Tell. I mean, that must have been, you know, MC in those balls and everything, like what 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 about what about it still in your mind lives on like a, as your your fondest memory of of that as a character?
1: well, you know the balls are the easy part that's the fun part that's what everybody sort of latches on to because it's easy to celebrate that. you know what I love about it is that pray Tell is a three dimensional human being, and you can't receive the fun and the fabulous. Without leaning into the serious, yeah, and that has always been um, a part of my journey. Fabulous and serious do coexist, <laughs> and the fact that I was able to um, show that in the character of Pratel. Um, you know, he's a grounded, three-dimensional human being. He's not just a clown for your entertainment purposes. And um, that was very special to me. I also am 53 years old. I lived through the AIDS crisis. Um, you know, I always had survivor's guilt about, you know, why, why, why did I get to live? And getting that role and being able to be a part of that uh, show was the reason. You know, I, I I was left behind to be able to tell the story authentically and remind the world um, that we were here. We've always been here and we're not ever going anywhere.
0: I love it. I love it. Well, if, I'm glad that you survived through and are able to tell the stories that many didn't live to see today. But you're, you're carrying the banner. Um, how rewarding has it been to, you know, we've talked a lot about you know, behind the microphone on your albums or on stage or on screen, you know, being the one in front of the cameras and, and in front of the audiences. But how rewarding was it to sort of do the behind the scenes thing when a Tony for co-producing uh, as sort of a creative behind the scenes of, of A Strange Loop uh, when that won Best Musical? I mean, that was you're talking about Fabulous and Serious. Uh, that that really shook up the world as well. But is, is it cool being, uh, you know, being able to work sort of in a creative uh, for, for other people's shows as well?
1: Yeah, you know, I also directed a film called Anything's Possible that debuted on Amazon um, last Last July. Yeah, And uh, you can see it now. And I also directed an episode of the new Fox series called uh, Accused this past season, Robin Story, episode five. And, um, you know, for me, it's about being in a unique position to take the reins and tell the stories authentically that historically, A, have either not been told or B, have not been told properly. Um, I started a production company, Negro Productions, uh, last June. And and our focus is on Black excellence and and queer joy. Um, It's a celebration of those things. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to be able to be at the helm of guiding that because truth of the matter is, I am the change that I need to see. Mm -hmm. I don't need to wait for anybody else to do it. Um, I have learned that I need to engage myself and do it myself. So, um, you know, that's what all of these sort of hyphenated, multi-hyphenates are about. That's what it's about, um, is to try to continue to be a leader um, in these spaces, and really, really make a difference, and create representation for my communities that I never saw when I was young.
0: Right, I love that you are the change that you've been. To. You, you, we are the ones we've been waiting for. Is the what is it? We I are. Love it. I love that. I love it. Ah, uh, well, keep doing all those multi hyphen, you know, slashes of different roles because we, we, you're, you are so close to that egot, my friend. <laughs> i am (laughs) what do we got to do to get the o and the e guy you've got everybody else wants it more than me
1: you know i'm working on it listen (laughs) it's all about the work i'm doing good work and the universe will make it happen when it's supposed to
0: that will take care of 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 itself as long as just keep love yourself as the as the dance club just keep that going use yourself Yes. yeah choose yourself all right well thank you so much billy porter this was this is an honor talking with you our, our listeners are going to love it again it's the black mona lisa volume one tour uh and the album uh yeah. he's coming to warner theater on june 2nd so thanks so much
1: yeah you get your tickets we got to tell him where to get the tickets the billy porter.com t-h-e billy porter.com go get y'all seats all right thanks so much thank you
0: bye bye